Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I think uh, 12 teams is a huge step in the right direction. Uh, I personally would like to see 64. And you can format it out uh, pretty easily, you know. But I think it's a huge step the right direction, and I look forward to it. Look, I respond to just about anything, and I've been called just about everything. So um, not not something that's um, really important to me, but I think everybody should have the opportunity to sort of create or make uh, the way they their expectation is of how they get addressed. And it's not something that's, that's really that significant to me. Austin, the entire landscape of college football could be changing before our very eyes. Today, Oklahoma and the University of Texas officially, officially, official, officially, official, officially, official notified the Big 12. They will not be renewing their grant of rights uh, media uh, rights agreement um, after the expiration in 2000. And twenty-five. Do we care about the statement? Do you want to hear their mutual statement, or, or how much harumphing is it? Uh no. It's just, I mean, it's just a bunch of garbage. It says, uh, "Quote: Providing notice to the Big Twelve at this point is important in advance of the expiration of the conference's current media rights agreement." All right, that's, that's the universities right. intend to honor their existing grant of rights agreements. However, both universities will continue to monitor the rapidly evolving collegiate athlete landscape as they consider how best to position their athletes programs for the future you want a, you want a quick translation <clears throat> yes Susie the truth machine translation so or? the the clock has started right uh, and now it just depends on when it's most advantageous to write some sort of check that's what's happening so they the the full buyout is something like 78 million bucks each each now i i was really curious about those buyouts as a deterrent years ago when some of this stuff was going on and ruckers and maryland for example were just bouncing right they were just like we're leaving we're leaving pretty much now have a nice day go uh um see you at the reunion right Something along those lines. San Diego. Right. So I thought, how is this going to work? Because they owe, I can't even remember what it was at the time. You know, they owe X amount of million dollars. Why, how could they possibly afford to do this? And, and you know, thought very short term on the matter. And how it turned out is, well, one, they paid a fraction of what they had agreed to after lawyers and mediation or whatever, blah, 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 blah. They paid like half or something like that, maybe a little more than half, but it was not nearly as significant as it was. And they gladly did so based on the promise of future revenue, basically, you know, buy-in from tomorrow to pay today. And look how well it's worked out for both of those schools who are just raking it in for doing nothing but existing in the Big Ten. Nothing but existing. You know, for those folks out there who say that uh, it's based on how you perform on the field, these conferences value you. I give you Rutgers. They're, they traditionally are, uh, let me look, bad. I present football. to you 
Rutgers. Now, the the great irony is I don't believe that the Big Ten would make the same decision to add Rutgers in Maryland if they made that decision in today's day and age because it is about juice. It is no longer about satellite customers. It's about who can generate the most juice because it's, it's coming from all different ways now. It's no longer just, well, we want to be on the satellite carrier in this market, so hello, Rutgers. And this market is giant. Things are changing maybe a little bit slowlier. Slowlier? More slowly? Slowlier. That's slowlier uh, than I'm letting on. Slowlessly. But, yeah. but, I mean, that 100% is happening. And it, and it means places like Texas and Oklahoma are, are much more valuable even than they were. Um before, but it means that Rutgers is no longer valuable whatsoever, and I don't think they'd make the decision had the uh, to do again. But my my favorite part of the story so far, following it over the weekend, was did you read about uh, Texas and Oklahoma and their presidents having a conversation with the board of regents or whatever for the Big Twelve? It was like four people. Yeah, and uh, Bob Bowlesby, those two, and another yeah, person. Yeah, they the the Big Twelve was like, hey, how long? Have you been cooking this little, this little uh, uh, situation up? You know, how, how long have you had a Tinder profile? How long has it uh, been going on? You know that question from uh, what's his name uh, in forgetting Sarah Marshall when he's confronting Sarah Marshall, like how long? Peter Bretter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long is this? How long has this been going on? And Texas. Because Edward Scissorhands over there tells me it's been. Yeah. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma wouldn't answer. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I don't know how the conversation went, obviously. That's hard to say. It's, uh, uh, you know. Um, I don't remember dates and times. You look over at, you know, Oklahoma, like, if you're Texas, like, oh, do you want to take this one? You want to you wanna bite into that one? Well, uh, you know, what is, what is the concept of time, really? <laughs> <laughs> we don't use the Gregorian calendar like the rest of you. I don't know. Uh, they could have gone the, the – wow, this is a terrible joke. I'm not going to – you know what? I'm not going to make it. Uh, they could have gone the direction um, – well, we found out the same time you did. This was news to us. We read the Houstonian, and we were thought we, – we we have we, – the SE what? Oh. Well, maybe this could be. <laughs> and then when we looked that, into that, it, it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> and you know what? I, I bit – Hook, line, and sinker a little bit for the the timing of the reporting and all that stuff. Uh, I, I've got to admit, when I thought that Texas A&M was going to vote against it, because I, I ignored the fact that this has been in the works for quite some time. And it's the SEC. They get their guys to fall in line. There's no split votes in the SEC. You, you fall in and you go, yep. Let's get this done. It's unanimous. It's unanimous. There's never any dissent. Any dissent is is quashed early in the process, and and they're just going. And and you know what? I I would laugh, and it seems this way that Texas A and M was kind of left in the dark too. And then you see them walk back their initial statements, and it's nothing short of hilarious. Their initial statements were, we will never, we want to be the only SEC school in Texas. We left these bozos years ago for a reason, and never. We, You'll have to pry our yes vote from our cold, dead fingers. And then mere hours, maybe a day after, it's, we, we really like being a part of the Southeastern Conference. And 
Um, we we are excited about the future of this league and our uh, our role in it. So <laughs> let's just progress and. Um, We've been told that's how we feel. We won't be talking about this <laughs> ever again. Yeah, their AD <laughs> yeah. came walking out of that elevator at SEC Media Day like Conor McGregor, oh, ready to talk fire. to anybody. Spitting fire. And that's because he was the Houston Chronicle source. Right. Yes, he was. I mean, it was wasn't it a, uh, a uh, Texas A&M beat reporter that reported the news? Weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Texas A&M. Didn't like what they had heard, and they couldn't just come out on their own Twitter and say, this is not fair. So they went to the Houston Chronicle and said, now, write this. Now, here's, this is this is where Gordon would jump in and, and go, and go, no, no, guys, they were just convinced that this is the better thing for the conference. I mean, look at Texas and Oklahoma. Let them in. No, maybe a little bit, but I bet it was... Oh, we we read your comments. We heard them, in fact. And, uh, you know, we don't need you, right? (laughs) Between you and the Longhorns. Like, we don't need you. We love you, but we don't need you. And, frankly, if we could have gotten them back when we got you, we would have taken them. The only reason that we took you is because we could not get them. Aha, that's right. So I couldn't will, marry I you, so we married this, your sister. I yeah. will say this again as plainly as, as I think I can. We don't need you. We'd like you to make a statement. You can kiss this ring <laughs> or you can pack. <laughs> it's Bob Bowlesby who who read the headlines on him recently. They're they're all about making him king of college football. They're all about this stuff. Where, you know what? They should just put Bowlesby in charge of all of it. He's just terrific. You don't think you don't you think you're going to come out and step on his his grand scheme of adding Texas and Oklahoma? No, you're not. You're not. And I'm surprised you got as loose as you did. Bowlesby wants them to leave for the SEC. Uh, Bowlesby wants this. Yeah, there's no way this is then happening he'll be, yeah, without. Yeah. There's well, there's no way that Texas and Oklahoma are coming to the SEC unless he encouraged. Oh yeah, facilitated. I mean, assisted at, at very least, passed off on, but at most, put together. Gave them the SEC's <laughs> phone number. Who's, yeah. who's got the most benefit? I mean, honestly, yeah. Texas and Oklahoma do have benefit, but who's got the most? This is the Southeastern Conference. You know, well, and now Bowlesby's the Big 12 guy. Oh, wait. You're, you're meaning. Who am, I, who am I saying? I'm sorry. I'm confused. You're not everybody. meaning Bowlesby. Um, the commissioner of the SEC is who oh you're wanting. Oh, my gosh. I'm so who you're wanting. Yeah. I've had a bad day. Well, I've, I just wanted to make sure we cleared that up. Uh, Bowlesby is actually the biggest loser here. Because he was the one that led the fake expansion talk five years ago. That right. was, was completely a farce. No, you're totally right. And now he's the one with with uh, s- sitting alone at the the punch bowl when all the cool kids have left for the after party. Greg Sankey is who Sankey, I'm Sankey, that's the I one. almost said Mike Slive, who was the old. 1997. Yeah, no, no Bowlesby has yeah. is, is been caught with his he, – he currently has his pants around his ankles. Yes. I mean, he got totally blindsided by all this, and he's going to lose his conference. And and we can get into the fallout coming up right around the corner because that actually is the, the entertaining part of the conversation, right? What happens now? 
how how it where it goes from here. I apologize for that faux pas because Bowlesby is in uh, big trouble. Sankey, they're trying to give control of college football to where they're they're saying, well, let's just have a college football czar or whatever, make the SEC guy. I mean, excuse me, Sankey's calling. Texas and Oklahoma. Jeez, this this bit just went horribly wrong. No, Sankey's no, it's calling fine. Texas A and M and saying, "Fall in line." Yes, there because he initially called Texas and Oklahoma and said, yeah. "You wanna?" Because the best bits are the ones you you just mutilate the names to mean something entirely different. Uh, I'm sure you now. If Bowlesby was behind this, yeah, it, that's then, a bold strategy. No, that's Cotton. a that's a that's a uh, what are they? There's what's the official term uh, that it used to be in Japanese culture? Harikari. Yeah, is that what I'm thinking of? Anyway, yeah, no, if Bowlesby was in charge of this, he'd have to just wake up one day and say, you know what, I am so sick of having a career. Looks like it's Walmart greener for me. All the money and the notoriety is just way overrated. I I am just going to submarine it all, and I'm going to take a bunch of good institutions down with me. Team on three. We got there, Jake. We made it. We got there eventually. Sankey. Sankey wins, Bowlesby loses. Does Utah and BYU win? So BYU, I think, is immediately, you know, could could be the most impacted right away or not really. Well, let me put it this way. If, if the Big 12 decides to remain standing and keep all its remaining members, uh, remaining eight members together and want to add schools that will create as much value as possible, I believe that BYU is in a good position to uh, to be as qualified an applicant as as any other university out there, and and should be at the front of the line. Um, I'm not entirely confident that's going to happen. Um, I don't see I don't see the Big Twelve being able to go into another league like the Pac-12, say, or the Big Ten, and convince programs that move the needle to to leave and join the Big Twelve. I think it will have to be, you know. Again, uh, a school like BYU, like the the schools that they've uh, explored in the past, and I think that would be best case scenario for the Cougars. If you, if you disagree or have another one out there, uh, feel free uh, to share at Jake Scott's own on Twitter. But that that feels like the best case to me. I believe, however, that the Big Twelve is going to cease to exist for the most part, or at least cease to exist in the form that we have now see the Big East. The Big East is still a thing, but it's not, you know, what it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's viewed entirely differently. So maybe something along those lines happens. But, you know, all of a sudden I think those schools are going to be looking around because they're going to be worried about being left on the outside looking in, which they should be. So if there's any value to a school like West Virginia or Oklahoma State or Texas Tech, I think – they're going to try and parlay that into entrance into a different Super League if that's possible for them, and maybe that's not an option for them. But the Pac-12, I don't – if I'm the Pac-12, I'm not in a hurry to expand because I don't think there are a lot of good candidates out there unless you can talk some Big Ten schools into coming. Maybe the idea of getting into Texas with Texas Tech or Oklahoma with OK State is, is intriguing and worth kicking the tires on. I don't know. I wouldn't be in a hurry to do it. Um but if 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 the Pac-12, here's where I'd be worried if I were a Pac-12 fan and, and specifically a Utah fan. Does the Big Ten decide that they are not going to be outdone by the SEC and they're going to create a nationwide league and pluck the California schools 
and uh, and or some combination of the California schools in Oregon and Washington and, and bring them into the Big Ten and form their own super thing. Because the Pac-12 has the same problem that the Big 12 has. Their grant of rights agreements are up in 2025. Of course, we've talked a lot about that um, on the show over the years. So they're vulnerable to the same type of thing. So that's that I think is absolutely worst case scenario for the Pac-12 because in that scenario, what kind of conference do they have left? And how is a conference, let's say the leavings of the Pac-12 joins the leavings of the Big 12, how is that conference viewed? Not as a power conference. Right. So are we looking at a power four, not a power five? Well, we might be looking at a power two. And how I big, think eventually, and, yeah. And how, ba- how big is that thing? The thing is, is the ACC, and, and maybe wisely because they sacrificed dollars for this, but they extended way out into the 2030s, which would not surprise me if that were a real defensive move from, from their vantage point. Because so, the ACC could have been vulnerable to this type of stuff, too, just like the Big 12. So does that mean the ACC could then try to compete with this SEC and start grabbing Big 10 and Pac-12 schools for the ACC Super Conference? I don't think that they would add. I mean, if they could add Pac-12 schools, uh, I, I get geographically that makes no sense. I, but. I, I would. Let me just put it this way: the Big Ten will do that before the ACC does. The ACC now, I could see them uh, trying to talk Notre Dame into joining their league. Yeah, and man. then add another team, West Virginia, who like cares. officially join their league, like yeah. join their league, join their league. Say you're moving into the 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 era of super leagues. You better get on board. How long are they going to put up with this independence crap? And we'll make room for you. And we'll, I'm thinking we'll from a, a recruiting standpoint, the ACC is in a lot of the same areas the SEC is. Right. So they might want to try to compete in that way and get more big-name schools to join their conference. But There's also an incredible amount of people and universities in that part of the country. Yeah. Yep. I mean, everybody's on the East Coast, right? Well, I think it is. I think 10 years from now we're going to be a two-conference, the halves, and they may not even be a part of the NCAA per se anymore. Right. It's going to be a big old business and then everyone else get what you can while you can. Let's go in a wild direction. So right now, I don't think that's a threat to Utah or BYU, but I think eventually it will be. Yeah, the Big Ten is a threat if you're a Utah fan. now. Maybe, right now, you mean? Right yeah. now. And I don't, I don't believe in the ad schools just to ad schools model strengthens things because that's essentially what the ACC did, and they're no better league than they were before they added all those Big East fallouts. They're certainly from a football standpoint. In basketball, they might be. Basketball, they might be, but not from a football standpoint. I mean. What about from a basketball standpoint, though? Couldn't the Pac-12 get some of those Big 12 schools that are basketball schools and Bring them in and make Pac-12 more about basketball than football and try to make it that way? Yes, except for now you're going into the Big East territory, right? Because basketball – so let me see if I can describe this. And these figures – Because you may never catch up with the SEC in football. These figures are, are loose, so I apologize. If there's somebody out there listening in, in, in the know, you know, Tom Homo or Mark Harlan, you let us know. But basketball's worth compared to football is like 25%. Maybe less. So. Okay. But are you really when, thinking when, you'll when, catch up to SEC's numbers? When football is running the show, forget about the SEC for a second. Forget about keeping up with the Joneses. How do you keep the, the money train rolling in? That's what the Pac-12 should be worried about right now. How do we make this spot the most advantageous for these schools so as to prevent 
them going anywhere. The ones they currently have. The, yeah. the problem is I don't know how they accomplish that when they have their rule that everybody gets a fair share. Because honestly, once USC wakes up and realizes that they're worth more than everybody else and taking less than they could, I mean, anything's possible, right? So that that's the hard part. I don't I don't know how the Pac-12 does that. Could the Big 12 survive by taking USC to replace Texas and Oklahoma? Sure, but why would they ever do that? Why would USC ever do that? Well, if it's bigger money than what the Pac-12 is giving them. I don't know at this point how it could be. I love that the Big 12 is saying to Texas and Oklahoma, tell us what you need and we'll find a way to get it to you. And the Texas and Oklahoma are like, you can't. It's too late. Well, I mean, it creates a lot of bad blood doing that stuff, too. We, you and I both. They said they told Heather Dinich of ESPN they would do it over the weekend. I know they did. But but doing it and then dealing with it are two yeah. different things. You and I both from have, have followed the Boise State drama within the Mountain West Conference because it's just so juicy. Because it's all delicious. of those schools just hate them. Just hate them. Because they're worth more and they've leveraged that to get a higher paycheck. And they've tried, like middle of the night passing legislation like behind Boise's back. I mean, it's just juicy. And I don't think it, I don't think, I mean. Yeah, the, your invite to that conference, you didn't get that invite to that teleconference, Boise? Oh. Uh, oh, straight up. Where's it? How must have been happen? lost Jeez. in the mail. Well, well anyway, uh, we had quorum and. Uh, <laughs> You're making less and, money and next year. Bad news for you. All right. Adjourned. <laughs> next item. Punch and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, to be a fly on the wall in some of these meetings because it's just got to be nuts. I, I would pay big money to be on that call with the Big 12 Board of Regents in Texas and Oklahoma. You know, I bet it was amazing. <laughs> I bet it was amazing. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.